So, there have been some exciting new developments in the podcasting world. What's that? I have just found out that brother of the show um, and listener has been leaving uh, business cards for us all over New England. No way. Yes way. And (laughs) that is extremely delightful. But now uh, I think both of our uh, horribly awkward and introverted natures is coming out. Yeah, a little bit. And so we're going to take that uh, just weird ass energy and we're going to channel it into thanking you if you found a business card at a... uh, Bar, bus station, bathroom, etc. Apparently, apparently, bathroom is on the list. Um, in New England, thanks for listening. Thanks this for, one's for you, kid. It's it's all for the new listeners. Uh, I've been doing the numbers on our stats. Yeah, on our, on what, our pot. Hey, uh, how many RBIs do I have? <laughs> it's it's not good. A lot. Do I have like like um, twenty RBIs? Is that the, good? The fantasy leaguers are not happy with your performance. The uh. So uh, the 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 Podbean stats yeah. suggest, and it's not terribly clear that we have somewhere between three and eight random new listeners. Listen, at a guess. Hey, new folks, I've got so many RBIs. I have like sixteen <laughs> RBIs. Listen, it's gonna be so good for you and your ears. Our our first episode ever had about four random downloads. Um, I don't know that that could be accounted by our friends and family. Also, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't start there. Don't do that. This is this is a monster of the week uh, show. You don't it need is. to start you at don't. the beginning. And like most shows, it, it took a little while to get going. <laughs> so don't don't do that. Listen, don't go back to when they weren't quite sure what War's forehead ridges look like. <laughs> Jump right into season three, baby. Don't start with the Tasha Yar stuff. Always start with the Tasha Yar stuff. Don't start Don't. with the Tasha Yar stuff. So you're listening to Everyone's a Critic. Are you? The internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. That's right. Each week, we both pick two different topics uh, that have been reviewed on the internet by a bunch of lovely, smart people who write lovely, smart things, and we share them with each other and uh, laugh at them. Basically. Mer- mercilessly. Usually. Mercilessly. I, I will have to say we were um, chided a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. So one one big apology to all the Allens out there. Yeah. Uh, you're doing great, kid. You're doing so good. Uh, keep being Allen. We all say some dumb shit every now and then. Uh, I'm Jess. And I'm Allen. <laughs> and he's Jonathan. I'm Allen Bo Ballen. Fifi Fallon going yeah, yeah, first yeah. this week. I am going first this week. So what? What's the? Uh, you, you you said you're bringing some fire. Is that what you said? I'm bringing some fucking fire, dude. All right, what you got? Okay, so here's the fun fact, listeners. When we were originally going to um, record this podcast, it was going to be the day before Easter, and so I was thinking, shit, yeah, let's talk about some Easter food. And then of course it would go up like two weeks later, as things do. Uh-huh. And now it is the Wednesday after Easter. And we are still going to talk about some Easter food. You know, the problem isn't even that we like don't have our shit together or something. We just need to pick up a calendar like once. Just once. Every other podcast knows how to pick up a calendar like every other day. Once. Nah. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm sorry. What are you doing? Easter food? Y- Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. This is Everyone's a Critic. Did you find a business card in the bathroom? Easter food? Easter food. So ham and pineapple. We are going to do deviled eggs. We are going to do glazed ham. We are going to do coconut cake. Awesome. That's about all I know. About, except coconut that's, cake. That's, that's a new you, one. Oh, when we were little, we would always make a coconut cake and we would dye the coconut green. So you little grass on top and then you put little chocolate eggs in it. <laughs> <laughs> is the coconut like a, uh, is that like a rebirth thing or what's, why coconut? Um, You see... I don't know why. <laughs> I just, the Lord Jesus. <laughs> that was an actual question I just asked you. you the, the Holy Trinity, uh-huh. it's um, coconut husk, uh-huh. coconut meat, uh-huh. and then the Holy Spirit is the coconut water inside. Uh-huh. Okay. So the Holy Spirit is what actually fuels hipsters. And keeps Tom Hanks alive. And keeps Tom Hanks alive. Thank so, goodness. Thank goodness for coconuts. On that note, <laughs> on that note, speaking of coconuts... Everyone needs a vacation every now and then. That's true. Everyone needs a vacation. That's very true. We all work. You and I have been stressed out lately. I mean, when are we not? But lately, 
Okay, I could say that literally any day. I was going to say, we are like just running full force into 30. We are always stressed out. uh, Yeah, so so it's been a stressful couple of decades. And um, (laughs) so I just feel like we could really use a vacation. We could really use a trip. So pack your bags. We're going on a trip. Where are we going? Roswell, New Mexico. (gasps) Oh, shit. Yes, 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 yes. Roswell, New Mexico. Despite popular belief, this little town isn't so little. In fact, almost 50,000 folks happily call Roswell home, and any of them would tell you there's no better place on earth to spend your summer vacation. Take a walk through historic downtown, peruse works by local artists, or spend an afternoon at one of our sunny state parks. In Roswell, you'll never- Hey, what are you doing? In Roswell, you'll never... Are, are you going to mention the aliens? K- Kevin? Kevin, I'm trying to do something. Okay? You don't have to talk about aliens! Oh my god. Kevin, fuck off. Okay. Take a walk through historic downtown. Peruse works by local artists. You should at least mention the X-Files or something. Kevin, I swear to god. You could say, like, Roswell is for believers. Is Reddit down, Kevin? Did Reddit go down... No? Then why are you bothering me? Okay. Jesus Christ. Take a walk through historic downtown. Peruse works by local artists. I'm just saying, people mostly like Kevin. I'm gonna. Roswell, New Mexico. Because real people really live here. I would like you to know we're doing Roswell, New Mexico instead of Bangor, Maine. Aww. <laughs> Turns out Bangor, Maine, kind of boring unless not, you're... Not banging? Not banging. Um, it is banging if you're a Stephen King fan. I know fuck all about Stephen King, yeah. so we didn't do that. Uh, but we are here in Roswell, New Mexico. Roswell, New Mexico, famous for one thing and one thing only. Alums. It's... It, it's the Alums. It's famous for the Alums came down. It's famous for the Alums. Took my cows. So we got reviews. We're going to be starting, as usual, on our trips. We're going to be starting with a journey through the various landmarks, various sites, and attractions. And then we'll do a culinary tour in the second act. Tell me your conspiracy theories. I'll tell you my <sighs> conspiracy theories. That's my song I wrote for you. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be starting our journey through Roswell. In the downtown historic district, that's the uh, that's the title on TripAdvisor. Mm-hmm. So it's just the TripAdvisor page for sort of that whole area. Okay. How historic is the downtown historic district? Genuinely, this page on TripAdvisor is has basically just become a collage of reviews for other shit in the area. Okay. Yeah. Like one review said, the historic district is actually like three blocks down in its old houses. And then everyone, everyone, everyone else just reviewed the like tourist strip, the like two blocks of like alien stores, and then a bunch of the reviews were also just for like some of the stores and museums and stuff. So like, it, it, it's a big fucking mess. But I pulled out the best ones. You always do. Now, one thing actually, one thing I want to say about Roswell before we get started is that I picked up on the fact that, as you might expect, it's a town that's really like torn between how it wants to present itself because on the one hand it has this whole like alien thing and that's where the money comes from that's what that's like the money maker but it's also like kind of embarrassing and stupid and then you have the actual like historic charming roswell that nobody gives a fuck about right and so like there's this tension that you're you see like anytime you're looking at roswell stuff on TripAdvisor, there's always this like tension yeah well and so I just... The government should stop hiding aliens there. <laughs> if the government is stopped, then Roswell wouldn't have an identity crisis. Um, so we're going to dig right into that tension, as usual. Uh, we're going to really massage it, work it out. Shiatsu, <laughs> shiatsu the whole nine yards. Shiatsu, Area 51, let's do it. Uh-huh. Two stars. Two-star review, TripAdvisor, Bobby Dijon. Misled by geek pop culture lore. Took a large detour on a recent road trip to visit the famed Roswell in the hopes of enjoying a place cemented in UFO and sci-fi lore. Alas, 
The city was a large letdown, as there seemed to be little interest in embracing UFO nostalgia beyond cutesy green aliens posted in front of a Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, no. Which, you're not, that, God, that shit gets under my skin. Yeah, now it's just called Dunkin'. No, you're not allowed to call it that. Uh, You can't use the G. It's so weird. And a few hotels and businesses. The International UFO Museum does its best to keep the iconic moment in time alive, but it is clear that real-life Roswell is simply a southwestern ranching town and a far cry from from the geek pop culture mythos we have all heard and want to believe in. Okay, we'll just rain right on my parade. So what what Bobby Dijon did rolling up into uh, Roswell, New Mexico, I guess they just expected it to not be a town where people live. Just the aliens? Though? Yeah, they just expected aliens to have taken, like, they, they don't expect that people actually sort of live and work and eat and shop and play and do stuff in Roswell that isn't alien themed. I mean, why would you? You're about to... <laughs> I've sort of centered. <laughs> I, I've centered of... this whole this whole topic on the fact that a bunch of people expected it to not be a real town, and you're about to be on the wrong side of history for like half an I just, hour. Like it's like we've never met before. I just don't know how you thought. Ooh, I'm gonna bring Roswell, New Mexico, to my wife, who like has seen every episode of Star Trek and has a poster of the X Files hanging on the wall too. Two X-Files posters hanging on the wall in our apartment. And I'm just going to be like so chill and fine. Did you look behind you to verify? Well, because I couldn't remember if we had the other one hanging up. You've been in this room before. No, I have not actually. That's why we've never met before. And you evidently thought that I was going to be like, yeah, people in Roswell just go to Kroger. They fucking do. We got (laughs) to... They go to Alien Kroger. <laughs> We've got a two-star review for fuck's sake. Sorry. From 5Rs Johnson. <laughs> R-R-R-R Johnson. No, that's his name. His name is 5Rs Johnson. Two stars. Just don't even bother. Trust me. We had high hopes of learning more about alien landings in Roswell, but you won't find it here. Main Street is full of stores with plastic blow-up aliens and lots of t-shirts, but nothing you can't find online. We skipped the museum because of the reviews and lack of interest from my kiddos. We did stop in the alien zone and paid $8 for all five of us to take pictures with fake aliens because there was nothing else to do. We spent less than an hour in town and will not be back. Missed the alien streetlights. It would have been a highlight for us. (laughs) Do you want to know what the alien streetlights are? I do. They're normal streetlights that have had two alien-shaped eyeballs painted on them in black. That is it. That's cute. Someone just took some like black nail polish and... That's cute. That's cute. Okay. Which they could do to the streetlight outside of their own fucking house. No. No. Because the government did it to that one. It's government paint. It's all they wanted. We've got a three-star review from Jijilmo73. These are good names. They are good names. Cute. We visited the museum, then took pictures of the aliens all over the buildings. There weren't many choices of shops to choose from. Alien Invasion was a disappointment, as it was more like a biker-type store. I felt like I could probably buy some weed in there if I asked. The other stores were okay. Cool. Just expected more choices. Like between Sour Diesel and... (laughs) Like Rainbow OG, Kush? OG Kush, OG yeah. Kush? Uh, I feel like, you know, that three-star review could have been a five-star review if you'd actually bought some weed. <laughs> I don't understand why you said could have bought some weed instead of... Did. I did, in fact, buy some weed. Off a biker in a place called Alien Invasion. Which, I mean, shit. I mean, shit. <laughs> that alien-grown weed is pretty good. Two stars. Sparkles, 137. Very odd place. I don't know exactly how historic downtown Roswell is, but I can account for it being unique. Perhaps it was just the time of week I visited, but I saw absolutely nobody on the streets. I was also honked at a few times. People in cars tended to stare. There are also few shops, and all the workers seem surprised when you enter. It feels almost like a Twilight Zone. (laughs) You see... You were telling me that I was going to be on the wrong side of history because everybody was like, oh, it's supposed to be so nerdy and whatever. And But what some of these reviews are, I think, 
are proof of extraterrestrials. Like some right. of them are just, they were like, I heard Roswell was cool, but yeah. here they are honking at me. And <laughs> staring at me weirdly as I walk down the street trying to trying to be a tourist. Just trying to blend in. Which nobody expects. Nobody expects it. We got a one star review, speaking of, from ISEB12. Disappointed. Hmm. Went to Roswell for a fun alien experience and left very disappointed. There isn't much to do, and much of the town doesn't embrace the alien theme any longer. The little bit of alien stuff there was cheesy at best. Again, very disappointed. So what we need is another landing, is what you're telling me. I guess the aliens just have to come again. They and, just need and to come stay back and, and hang. And hang. Uh, I, otherwise, Unless they're not like cool and chill, in which case. I, don't, I just don't know what the bye. fuck else you want or expected. Two stars from Shory LRS. Not a historic district. It's a tourist trap, lots of plastic aliens. A lot of locals don't care for the attention that we get over something that never happened. <laughs> Listen, peeps just want to dream is all I'm saying. That review comes from Roswell, New Mexico. I Peeps just want to dream. Mm-mm, not if you live in Roswell. I bet. I mean, genuinely, I bet if I lived in Roswell, that shit would be fucking obnoxious. I, I bet it would be so annoying, but I don't live in Roswell. And peeps just want to dream. Another feature of Roswell uh, that I, I don't have any reviews for it because I just assumed they they wouldn't be that funny. Uh, the McDonald's that's in the historic district is shaped like a big flying saucer. That's amazing. And like lights up and everything. That's phenomenal. It's honestly kind of ghastly, but I, I have a feeling you would like it. Ghastly wonderful. Yeah. We have a four star review from Doroth V, our first positive review. <laughs> This is an interesting little area. I lived through the tears of UFOs and people being taken. Children. <clears throat> I felt I was going back in time. Shops with many of the same types of items at fairly heavy prices. Lots of information is disseminated, including samples of fossils and the historic beliefs of the time. So we have one review from an alien and one review from a time traveler. <laughs> And Roswell's like, listen, nothing has... That. Maybe that's their contract with the yeah, government. That's they the have thing. to be annoyed. Like, they've mm -hmm. got it on paper. Every yeah. When you move to Roswell, you sign it. Yeah. Like, you have to... The only way to keep people from thinking this is the real deal is if y'all are just straight up annoyed all the time. <laughs> and if we make sure all the tourists come and think it's a big shithole. Just a big, kitschy nightmare. You're only allowed to sell kitsch. <laughs> There was one review I didn't keep because it was too mean, but it literally just complained about how the building seemed moldy. And I've never what? I've never once heard anyone look at an entire town and say, seems moldy. That's the government. It's government mold. <laughs> like, what a baffling thing to say about a place people live. We have another batch of reviews for the International UFO Museum and Research Center. And uh, the International UFO Museum and Research Center has 2,337 reviews. What the fuck? Which is a lot. And it's about 1,000 off of being elite reviews. So that's disappointing. That's wildly disappointing. But Of, of course. Of course, that's what you noticed. Okay, that's your takeaway. I get it. That, that is my takeaway. I get the picture. Uh, we're ready to move on to your topic. No, no, no. Um, we, got, we got reviews here for the International UFO Space Museum Research, Museum Research Space Center. Okay. Five stars from Margie MCA. I'm a believer. <laughs> this place has all the news on UFO landings, especially the July 1947 Roswell incident. Lots of news articles, including an article about a New Jersey truck driver who had been in 28 boxing matches and lost 24 of them. Carrying a cargo of mustard and catsup, he was kidnapped by aliens and taken to a land six and a half light years away. I love the stories. <laughs> So did you follow the plot of that little story? Because um, it's a real, it's a real, uh, it's real twisty and turny. It was a, he was a truck driver from New uh -huh, Jersey. Uh -huh, he mm -hmm. was a boxer. Uh -huh. He, he fought in 28 matches. And lost a whole bunch of he them. He lost all but four. So bad boxer. Bad boxer. He was carrying some catsup and some mustard. America's first and fourth favorite condiments. Yes. Yes. And then he got taken by dim and dim, dim dare aliens and, and to a, 
Well, and she knows this as a fact. She was there, yeah. um, a place a six and a half light years away. Where there presumably they made him run up those rocky steps a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, heaven help you, honey. Come on. <laughs> we have a four star review <laughs> from Daniel S. Nothing from out of space. What? It is an interesting place to visit. Is $5 to get in. Is nothing that you probably don't know. Lots of photos of Roswell, but nothing extraterrestrial. Some old stuff. Ha ha ha, it will be just fine and something to do. So there's no aliens at the museum. There's no aliens. There's no parts of the ship. There's no Martian moon rocks. There's what no. Uh... is even the point? Let's keep reading and find out. Okay. We had a three-star review from Carpe Diem 0626. My husband loved it. I would done in 10 minutes. Great for those who want to believe. Decent for anyone interested in the history of this story and of others around the world. All of us were equally amazed at how developed Roswell is. Not your sleepy one-horse town at all. Lots of traffic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is a city. It's a smallish city. It's like a small city. Are you starting to come on to my side a little bit? No. I love them alums, babe. <laughs> I love them. They're so good, and they're up there, and they're just getting people, and they're just putting them back later. But fucking Papa Probably, Blur- but we won't talk about that. Papa Blurfy's got three kids, got to get up in the morning, go to work in Roswell, New Mexico, come uh, home, watch Jeopardy. Did you... Did you just say that the name of one of the individuals in Roswell, New Mexico, was Papa Blurfy? Well, yeah, he's half alien. Okay, okay. <laughs> we got but he to- goes to Kroger. <laughs> he, he goes to Kroger and buys his bleep blorp, goes home. Just like everybody else. Feeds his kid. He puts on his snim snams just like everybody else. He fucking comes home and feeds his kid the kids the bleep blorp one leg at a time just like everybody just else. Just like everybody else. We got a two-star review for fuck's sake. From Lori T. Stay open later during tourist season. Would it kill this place to stay open later on the weekend and during tourist season? Due to unforeseen circumstances, we didn't make it to Roswell until nearly 5 o'clock. There was still many people out there, and they were herding them out of there like cattle. (laughs) We went out of our way just to go to Roswell for our sons, and the main attraction just had to close at (laughs) 5. Just had to. Just had to close at 5. Why do the employees have to go home? What the fuck is a home? Why do they have to go back to their homes to eat dinner? <sighs> Can't believe it with these people. We've got one more review. From Dave, T-U-S-C, three stars. Roswell is super disappointing. Oh, no. This museum isn't terrible. It's inexpensive $5 and has quite a few displays. But the UFO section of Roswell is just two blocks in what is otherwise a largest ta- a largish ta- city slash town. Totally not what I had imagined. Unless you're a huge UFO aficionado, skip it. And yourself, the large detour off the interstates. That's just kind of harsh. That's that that's was, just really mean. Are you coming on my side a little bit here no, now? Uh, well, I'm always on the side, your side, in that people are jerks. But I just, I'm just saying, my side of history, real warm. And I'm the water's saying, real relaxing over here. I'm just saying that maybe there's aliens. We got our pool floaties. We got our coconut drinks. Speaking of coconut drinks, what are we getting started with for Easter this time? What's making us think about Jesus coming back to life? What do we got? So, ham. If we really want to talk about Jesus coming back to life, we ham. have to do that in one specific corner of the internet, which is obviously the Food Network. <laughs> Um, so we are going to start with deviled eggs, the the uh, proverbial image of the Holy Trinity. And we are going to do a deviled egg recipe by Ree Drummond. I mean, if you if you make a Venn diagram of Food Network viewers and people who are waiting for the second coming, it's just a circle. It's just a circle. It's just a round circle. It's just a circle. And Ree uses... Mayo, mustard, pickles, pickle juice, sugar, white vinegar, hot sauce, salt, pepper, and paprika. Nothing wrong with that. So, pretty traditional deviled eggs. Brian H. has this one star review. I don't like pickle relish. 
Try finely chopped celery and red onion instead. Teresa has this comment. Yes. If you change an ingredient, it is, is, is not the fault of the recipe. It is the result of your personal preferences. However, it is also unfair to use your personal preferences to give a bad rating. Fuck yeah, the Reed Drummond Defenders coming out in they're full coming, force. We haven't coming, heard from them in a while. Coming. We haven't heard from them in a while. Here we go. This is going to be a good one. Abimbola K has this five-star review. <clears throat> Honestly, I made Mrs. Nancy's Fuller Picnic Ready deviled eggs recipe about some months ago. I think I can make them again during the holidays this year for my friends and enjoy ourselves. It was extremely easy and simple to make and the last time I prepared them. Stump 55 has this comment. <laughs> then why did you rate this one? <laughs> Fair. YMN has this five-star review. These are excellent. I didn't have pickles and I left out the sugar and I used horseradish <laughs> mustard. Okay, slow the fuck down. These were excellent. No, okay. okay I yeah. didn't have pickles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I left out the sugar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used horseradish mustard. They yeah. came out great. I will make them again. <laughs> Stump55 has this comment. Just don't. Just let it be. Why are you reviewing a recipe you totally changed? <laughs> You're going to make me cough. We're trying to make a professional podcast. <laughs> God, man. <laughs> Anonymous. Has this no start, just didn't give it a rating review. I'm having a bad time peeling the eggs. I've used fresh and old eggs. It makes no difference. Still a problem. <laughs> Any suggestions? And boy, does Jin 22314 have a suggestion? I mean, just a very polite request for two. Very polite. When making deviled eggs, I buy eggs already hard boiled and peeled. Huge time saver, and I don't have to stress about peeling or having that green ring around the yolk. We have a dairy farm deliver every week, so if I plan in advance, they will send them peeled and packed in water. But I've got, I've also got free-range organic hard-boiled eggs at the grocery store, and they've been great for this recipe. Good luck! So if you're having a hard time hard peeling hard-boiled eggs, do you know what you should do? <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. This is what this human said to this other human. Are you ready for another deviled egg recipe? Yeah, I am. It's from Aunt Sandy. Aunt Sa who's Aunt Sandy? Sandra Lee, baby. Oh, okay. We <laughs> you can't confuse me with familial terms for Sandra Lee. Um, she uses mayo, mustard, sweet relish, salt, and pepper. Nothing. Again. Pretty traditional. Nothing it's wrong with that. Hard to fuck up a deviled egg. Yeah. Also, I mean, no, no pap or anything. So a little, a little light on the seas on the flavor. But uh, whatever. It's Sandra Lee. You expect that. Yeah. Sandra Lee ain't never owned a spice rack. Ain't never. Chef Pinky number nine four one one two four has this four star review. I wish she would give you the option of sweet or dill relish. Sandra tends to get stuck on things. Dill relish is preferred by many. Especially in Texas. Okay, so do we have a response to that? No. Oh, okay. We do not. Okay. This is just an individual who read Sweet Relish and was like, well, guess she's tying my hands. <laughs> I can't possibly put dill relish in this one. If I put dill relish in this one, how would I review it? Okay, good. Because I, I just I didn't want to say that before I let someone else on the Food Network have the opportunity. But okay, if, there you if go. nobody took the chance, then we that's what we're we're that's what we're here for. So are you ready to shift gears? Please. You're just ready to like uh, uh, just <laughs> get him shifting. <laughs> that's not healthy gear shifting. If your car sounds like that, that's not good. We are gonna hop on over to the Barefoot Contessa. Real okay. Let, let let's let's get the let the, you know an underrepresented class. Let's find out how they're doing. Deviled how they're eggs. doing? How how life is on the other side? How are they with doing? Smoked salmon, deviled eggs. Oh, so that's okay. You didn't. Ina Garden, you didn't have to play into it too that much. Sour cream, cream cheese, good mayonnaise. Okay, fuck off. Freshly squeezed lemon juice, fresh chives, smoked salmon, kosher salt, black pepper, and salmon roe. I was just being dumb. I thought it would be a normal deviled egg recipe. 
not, dog. No. You can't you can't confirm. Ina Garten, what the fuck? This four-star review from G Baker. I got some compliments on these when I made them for a Super Bowl party yesterday, but had three halves left over, so not sure if it was that big a hit. I used whipped cream cheese because I had it on hand. Don't do that. The <laughs> filling was very runny, and I'm thinking that was the cause. I didn't use the salmon roe because it would have been a wasted on that crowd. But I will whoa, next whoa, time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What crowd is this? A Super Bowl party. <laughs> Your face is so red now. When did that happen? I just realized that we're presupposing that <laughs> that our potentially new listeners know who Ina Garden is. Oh. But uh Ina Garden is very elitist. Okay, carry on. She's she's got a lot of money. She she's she's lovely, but she is well off. Um, but I will use it next time. I sprinkled on some Piment de Espelette which is a French spice, sort of like paprika, but with a little more heat. It's also brighter in color, so it really stood out on the whitish filling. I have no idea how to pronounce that also. Espelette? Piment de espelette? Is that it, maybe? I may make this recipe again, but what I'm really looking for is it tastes like the deviled eggs sold by Dean and DeLuca in Napa, California. That that review was written by a fucking comedian, right? Or something. Tell me that. No, it was written by G. Baker. G. Baker is like Bill Burr's account on the Food Network or something. <laughs> I guess so. Please. Why the fuck did it mention Napa? That's the part. That's like, that's jumping the shark. That's because, bullshit. Because I really wanted eggs that tasted like Dean and DeLuca's in Napa. <laughs> Angel Store 5 has this five-star review. I omitted the smoked salmon and the salmon roe. Superb. <laughs> so you just made kind of weird deviled eggs guest has this reply four stars it sounds very good what is salmon roe <laughs> god i hope they didn't look it up oh no pickles 77 has this five star review i loved these my only complaint was that they were too salty I substituted bacon for the salmon. <laughs> My brothers loved them. I may try to add mustard in place of the lemon juice like one other reader suggested. I will also reduce the overall amount of salt in the next batch. Overall, they were the best deviled eggs I've ever tasted. <laughs> were you making them for a Super Bowl crowd? You didn't want to waste, just, waste the salmon on didn't them? Didn't want to waste smoked salmon on it? <laughs> you know boys only like bacon. They only like bacon. Boys only like bacon. Boys don't even know you can smoke salmon. They didn't know that. Boys think like a cigar? Boys think salmon is just punishment food. That's just that weird thing that you put on a salad when you want to punish them. That's what the dumb football boys think. I think so. Mm. Jim R. has this two-star review. Ina must have no taste buds or extremely high blood pressure to use this much salt. I followed the recipe precisely and found it too sloppy and oversalted. If I try it again, I will use a tablespoon of sour cream and no salt whatsoever. The salmon has sufficient. Every once in a while, Ina puts forth a clinker, and this is one. Sorry, dear. We got responses? No. Fuck! I know, I want to, but there are so many, like, it was half, these are too salty, and half, um, if you buy cheap salmon, it will be salty. <laughs> well, the review didn't say good smoked salmon. It just said good mayonnaise. It just said good, which, what the fuck, does it, with the Dukes? We, yeah. We, we talk, we talk in the D-U-K-E, like, what are we doing? Um, good mayonnaise. Yeah. Just that stuff you made at home, yourself. We're not, Funny you should say that. Oh, shit. We have we have a five-star review from Anonymous. You're about to fucking rip my face clean I off. I didn't have cream cheese, sour cream, and mayo, and that all sounded a bit too heavy. I just made a homemade garlic aioli instead, mixed in smoked salmon and dill with the egg yolks, and it was amazing. I don't see why you need the extra cream ingredients. It may have been inter more interesting with salmon roe. I'll have to try that next time. And then includes their recipe for garlic aioli. The, is the recipe on? Is this like? Is this like the most rude way to try to plug your food blog? I there is a, no food blog listed that I could see, but just a whole recipe for garlic aioli. On on is it just like a a text document? Like 
And it is it, within the review. Oh, like it's, it's just a the paragraph, whole thing. Oh, I and see. Then okay. There's a break, and then garlic aioli. A whole recipe for garlic aioli, and then works perfect. Note, don't add any extra salt to the salmon aioli mixture. Only salt the aioli to taste. Okay. Okay. And I just I thought that was bold as hell. It is. I'm all worked up. It's perfectly fine to make your own aioli. That's industrious and awesome. There's just always something so shitty about getting on the Food Network and being like, <laughs> well... Listen, wow, listen, look at I how cool I am. Half of these ingredients. Um, if you cannot peel your own eggs, could you please get them from a local dairy farm that has free range chickens and ask them to peel them for you? Everybody has access to that. And, Everybody uh, <laughs> has access to that. We're going to wrap up on this five star review from Dory B. I made this recipe for our wine club. They were fantastic. You fucking knew. I did. What a mean one to end on. I know. There's nothing wrong with that. I know. There's nothing wrong. But, but I when had you, to make it look worse in comparison. When, when you contextualize it around so much stink, every everybody gets stinky. Who makes deviled eggs for a wine club? Is that weird? That sounded weird to me. Deviled eggs and wine. Yeah, it's a lot of um, a lot of sort of sulfury notes. Yeah. It just, I felt like I would be maybe overwhelmed by tannins. Yeah. At the wine club with deviled eggs. <laughs> also, what the fuck do you do at a wine club that, that takes more than like, how do you sustain socialization at a... You look hard at those legs. Okay. You just, you spend like 15 minutes shaking the glass. <laughs> and then like 15 more looking at those gams. <laughs> looking at them wine gams. <laughs> Are you ready to take our culinary tour through Roswell, New Mexico? I am so fucking ready. Well, I got good news for you and good news for our current runtime. Um, I only got the one. I only got the one restaurant. There's there's one restaurant in Roswell, New Mexico that you like can't escape if you're looking at places to eat in Roswell. And it's not the UFO McDonald's. It's not? It's not the UFO McDonald's. It's Big D's Downtown Dive. Is that like a, is this, is this a Guy Fieri thing? It's not. As far as I can tell, Guy Fieri has never been there. He should go. Unless, it, unless he's gone very recently. All the reviews were, there were actually like 10 or 12 reviews that were he like. He hasn't been there since landing in 1947. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, yeah, it, too many bad memories. There were like <laughs> 10 or 12 reviews that were like, I can't believe Guy Fieri hasn't been here. He's always been there. So pretty sure he hasn't been there. No, this, he's always been. So Big D's Downtown Dive, it is exactly what it sounds like. I would like you to say that name because it is very fun. Big D's Downtown Dive. I, I mostly just like the audaciousness of being willing to call something Big D. Like especially yourself. Yeah. Is it possessive, Big D's? Yeah, Big D's. Big D's. So like that's me. I'm Big D. Yeah. What? Hi. Hi, I'm Jess. Oh, hi. I'm Big D. I'm Big D. Okay. Okay. All right. I feel affronted. Sure. We'll not fuck with you. Got it. Cool. <laughs> We've got a five-star review. Really setting the tone here. Miguel M., a Yelp elite user. It's it's less fun now. More like a more like a dark chore we have to do every time. Every time. It's like banging in the gong of death. <laughs> That was a weird laugh. Five stars. <laughs> this is hands down the best meal I've found in Roswell. Thanks, Yelp. God. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all can't see is the Jonathan just vomited in his mouth. Guided to yet another great meal. On my first visit, I had the tomahawk burger on fry bread. Now, the tomahawk burger is an open-faced burger on Native American fry bread. Glad we cleared the air on that one. The burger was excellent, but the bread was very tough. I went for the sweet potato fries and was very satisfied. But I must say, I found my jam at Big D's, the green chili cheeseburger and the garlic fries. I doubt I'll order anything else. Man, do they garlic it up. I could, <laughs> I could taste the garlic all the way to Klein's Corners. As for the ambiance, don't go for the ambiance. The staff is polite and the Rolling Stones poster in the men's room is cool. 
good. I've never heard anyone refer to a Rolling Stones poster as simply cool. It's just cool. It's cool. It's in the men's room. We like, That's fun. We like that they get some rep in the men's room. But the inside is more like an old barn than a diner, in a good way. With walls covered with New Mexico license plates, and the clientele was chock full of pig-faced Texans taking up too much space. Wow. Okay. So like this was like fun and cool. And then it just fucking swerves. Swerves. <laughs> Funny thing. That's what the alien said is they, after they crashed. Oh, swerve. Well, this was all fun and cool. Just puttering around New Mexico and then big hard swerve right into big, the ground. Big hard swerve into the ground. Jeez. I just feel like that's, I mean, it's a little brash. <laughs> a little brash. <laughs> And then, uh, and then skipping ahead a little bit, he he says the most bananas thing I've ever read in a review. As we left, even the lady crying at the bus stop across the alley couldn't bum me out. What the fuck? Just turning her tragedy into a little prop for your Yelp Elite review. What the fuck? Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Just because I made you get all riled <laughs> up doesn't mean you have to come here like this to my house. Too bad I live here. We've got a four-star review from Luke H. Garlic fries are the way to go. The cookies are average at best. The green chili Philly was good, but I could tell their burgers are the way to go. Don't forget garlic fries. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Duly noted. (laughs) That's the, I mean, Big D's downtown dive known for the one thing. I mean, garlic fries do sound so good. I'm so hungry. What are you doing to me? We've got a one-star review. From Kathy M. Just walked in and we were told there's a 45-minute wait? It's 1.50 p.m. and there were about six empty tables in a burger joint with self-seating. Whatever. I get it. Locals only. What? Could you hit me with that? Like, one? what happened? It's a classic Yelp review. Yeah. I mean, this is like straight out of the bin at the at the vintage record store. Yeah, okay. It's a real classic. You you spin that shit, fucking those dulcet tones. Mm. Kathy M, one star, just walked in and we were told there's a 45-minute wait. Mm. It's 1.50 p.m. and there were about six empty tables in a burger joint with self-seating. Whatever. I get it. Locals only. Shit, dude. I just feel like maybe that's not that long to wait. <laughs> I mean, it's not a short amount of it's time. It's not a but... short amount of time, but I just feel like 40, 45 minutes is like, they they could just be down a, like a staff person that day. They could just had a cook call in sick or something. Like, hey, we just got one person today. It's going to be 45 minutes. Maybe it's just not about your ass. I know. Maybe, maybe not everything is about you. Walked in. 45 minute wait. One star. One star. Four stars from Mark R. My taste buds have been abducted. A uh, yuck? Okay, that was a little too cheesy. But the burgers here are out of this world. Sorry, I'm t- I'm tired and dehydrated and I-, I really can't help it. Stopped in here while riding to Lubbock from Albuquerque. Had the Texas barbecue burger, one of the best burgers I've ever had. The coleslaw, the fried onions, the sauce, the cheese. It was amazing. I almost licked the, licked the wax paper when I was finished. Why didn't you? finishing off some garlic fries now they are insanely good might have to keep the helmet visor open on the rest of the road though after a long hot ride this place hit the spot (laughs) now i just i that was delirium fueled i guess just sheer delirium i gotta say if we have to have yelp if if like we have to have yelp and we don't we don't. We don't need we it. We don't. They're a private company. They can shutter those fucking doors whenever they feel whenever like. Whenever they feel Whenever like. they feel like doing the rest of us a favor. What would that mean for a comedy podcast? You know what? It's a fair trade. Damn. But if we got to have Yelp, I just feel like they should all read like this. Right? This is the bar. I like that. I think that we, I'm so glad we finally found it. Like 38 episodes in, we found the bar. Now, while we're talking about Yelp... And the ethics and politics therein. I just want to read the first part of this review because, man, we got a four-star review. Just the first part. Tracy M. 
Visiting New Mexico to see a school for my son. We stopped here as they had the best Yelp reviews. We tend not to go places with less than 150 reviews or less than three and a half stars. I guess you miss out on a lot of good food then, don't you? I guess you just miss out on... It's it's like people who like will only watch a movie if it has over six and a half stars on IMDb, which... like. I, the last place I want to get my movie advice is IMD fucking B. I just, like, uh, everything is arbitrary. The right? world is made up and the stars don't matter. And yeah. just fucking, if it sounds good to you, go do it. And if it's a bad experience, at least you experienced it with somebody. Right. Like, fuck me. It doesn't, like, you can eat a bad dinner every once in a while and a server can be rude to you and we will all make it. We will be fine. <laughs> I'm tired and I'm hungry and we will all be fine. Some movie with fantastic messaging comes out, uh, but I guess, you know, it has less than six and a half stars. I guess it made 4chan mad, so I'm not going to watch that one. <sighs> <laughs> Very problematic. We have a... <laughs> I just didn't expect to feel this way. I just wanted to talk about aliens. And here we are again with real people. We've got a five-star review from Krista H. On a road trip across the country. And this is one of the best lunches I've had so far. Yum. Vegetarian friendly. Oh shit, let's go. Also, when the staff found out we had a dog waiting in the car, they packed an extra bottle of water and an entire chicken breast in our to-go doggy bag delicious food and amazing customer service make sure to stop by that sounds oh, so that's a magnanimous moment what we just got that's lovely okay I mean, an entire chicken breast is excessive but <laughs> can we hone in on that listen I, listen look, i'm just i just gave an impassioned speech about how arbitrary everything in true. the universe is true. and how much i dislike people because they make silly decisions. And so somebody just being like, this place is chill and they gave my dog chicken? Fuck yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you're totally right. I don't want to go too hard. Let, instead of my typical high horse, let's can I can I have a, a toy pony for a you second? You can have a toy pony. Miniature pony. Mini, mini pony. Mini pony. Okay. Um, a min pon. If, if a restaurant offered my very cute dog an entire chicken breast, I would say no. I would be very... I would, I would laugh... Like, you know, not in a mean way. I would kind of chuckle and then I would say no. He's okay. You would say no thank you. I would say no thank you. It It's an entire chicken breast. Yeah, but maybe they had like a really big bull mastiff or something. In yeah. The car. Maybe they just had like a fucking greyhound. Not greyhound, the big one. But statistically speaking, they probably had an average-sized dog, and I just feel Maybe like they it... just had a also like a... the dogs in the car. It's not like they went out and took notes with a clipboard. Like, yep, this dog gets exactly this many calories each day, so an entire chicken breast ought to fulfill them as a snack. Listen, like they basically just decided that the dog was going to have a different dinner that day. But no, they gave it to the owners to decide, and then the owners got so... to decide whether or not the dog ate it or not. So now the owners have. Uh, presumably a brown paper bag with a chicken breast in it that they have to take on the hot road in New Mexico as they go to wherever they're going. I'm just saying it's a nice gesture. And speaking of nice gestures, Jesus came back from the dead and we got Easter. So what just, are we doing? I'm just saying it's That like, was a nice gesture to all of us and 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 we should we should uh look at some horrifying reviews for recipes that are probably also horrifying. We're going to talk about glazed ham. <laughs> I just have one one recipe for glazed ham uh, from your girl, Reed Drummond. All right. Um, and then we're going to talk about coconut cake, which is what I really want to talk about. Okay, good, 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 good. Me too, me too, me too. Her glazed ham has uh, one fully cooked ham, cloves, brown sugar, spicy brown mustard, apple cider vinegar, and Dr. Pepper. <laughs> okay. Got a little twist there at the end. A little twist there at the little, end. A little swerve little right there. A little twist, yeah. Rosemary C. has this comment. No no stars. Okay. So it's a Facebook comment, probably, I think. This better come out like the pick. <laughs> Grace S. has this reply. If you follow the recipe directions, it will. <laughs> Elida B. has this reply. Yeah, keep the thread going. I guess that all depends on you. Now, does it? 
people are so fucking angry when Reed <laughs> Drummond is around. I, they just get real. Like, nobody can say anything. This better come out like the pick. Well, guess that's on you. Guess that's on you, motherfucker. Ina Garden does a review. Nobody comes out. Ina Garden does a review and everybody's like, I made my own aioli for wine club. <laughs> it was delicious. It won't be salty if you get good salmon. <laughs> <laughs> it was cracking me up reading those reviews. Ugh. Um, Kathy S has this three-star review. Sorry, Re, not this time. Wow. Here we go. Waste of a good Dr. Pepper. <laughs> no. I liked the spice packet that came with the ham better. I did sprinkle the ham with ground cloves, however. It was already sliced, and I didn't want to press in all those cloves. Clove, cloves. <laughs> Verbatim. Yes. Verbatim. That's how they said it. They did. They said it three times, and they got it wrong first. You can just say Dr. Pepper. Yeah. I, I don't think. I don't think you reached into your pantry and you were like, "Well, I got six Dr. Peppers here. That's the good one, though. I've been that's, saving. I've been saving that one for this I've, ham. That's a 1998 Dr. Pepper classic. I've been saving that for a special occasion." And I think I think I think the rebirth of our Lord and Savior qualifies. <laughs> but not this time. <laughs> they wasted that good Dr. Pepper. Oh my god. Um Chef in Training. Oh, sorry, no. Chief in Training. Okay. Much has better. This four-star review. Makes way more sense. When this show is on, it is the one time when I take the remote and control the TV and do not give my husband a choice. <laughs> I mean, okay, that's After he fine. saw the ham when she was done cooking it, he told me that he wanted me to do that for Easter. I am sure it will turn out as good as it looked. Good God. I am sure. I am sure. Was that a was that a no star or did that have stars? That was four stars. Wow. Four stars, because they haven't made it yet. Yeah, I mean, they, like you can't give it five stars. You haven't made it yet. You haven't made it yet, but I'm sure it's going to be good. So there's no excuse then, because I'm pretty sure that the Food Network just sort of carelessly, one might say with criminally la a criminal lack of care, just imports their Facebook comments to yes. the reviews page. Yeah, just willy-nilly all the time. Um, and sometimes they don't all make it. So like no. that, that one you read earlier, sometimes it's just someone like responding to people for, and there's no context. No context. And there wasn't any. I looked all over yeah. for a D and a Sherry, yeah, and there were neither. There. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> the Food Network webmasters, I'm sure they're doing the best they can with what they have. Which is... Which is two one, sticks and a rock. Two sticks, a rock, and one of those old MacBooks with the yeah. color on the back. Not the Mac, the desktop. Yeah, they, they, they got a K-Pro that they're kicking around. <laughs> they're getting the best out of it. Sundries has this five-star review. <laughs> I've used this recipe for years. I use it to make gravy also. So many people say you can't make ham gravy. It is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like that... So many people say you can't make ham gravy. Yeah, well, I guess now we got to dig into ham gravy, huh? I think I'm going to dig into ham gravy. Okay. Have you ever had chocolate gravy? Maybe I'll bring that next. Oh, God, what? E.E. E. Thomas has this five-star review. No, we got to dig into the ham gravy. Is ham gravy a thing? I know nothing about gravy. I know I there's brown gravy and white gravy, and I can't eat none of them. I didn't, I didn't really look it up. I just thought it was funny that, because I've never heard anybody say you can't make ham gravy, but people are telling Nancy all the time. <laughs> people are trying to keep nancy and her ham gravy down and she just will not be kept down so one time nancy made a very traditional and normal ham ham gravy that just turned out to be really fucking awful so her whole family constructed you this can't myth. make ham gravy. nobody makes ham gravy nobody makes ham gravy that's not a thing nobody you can't make a ham gravy uh, okay, okay. Do, do, do people make craft dinner yes people make craft dinner all the time totally normal totally normal please do that please only do that <laughs> Also normal, people tend to just make food for themselves and eat it by themselves. So actually, Nancy, if you could just... Thank you. But my grandchildren... No, no, thank you. Thank but you. My, but my... My, my chitlins. <laughs> thank you, Nancy. <laughs> um, and we're going to end the glazed ham conversation with this review from E.E. E. Thomas. Haven't made this yet, but I have made many other recipes from Rhee that were great. I will be making this this week for Thanksgiving. As for you who don't like the show, your remote has lots of buttons on it, two of which 
you should use. They are channel and power off. These two buttons should take care of your dislike problems. Why is, why re? I, I don't know, but it's amazing. It's wonderful. Like Guy Fieri, genuinely probably a nice guy, except for his like chicken finger chain, which is questionable. At best. At best. Probably genuinely a nice guy, does good stuff. You hear about the good stuff he does. He looks a bit silly. His whole thing's a bit silly, but whatever. People shit on him all the time. Nobody comes out. I've been on the Food Network. Nobody comes out. People shit on him on the Food Network, and people respond to say, yeah, what a dipshit. <laughs> you know? That's true. That's but true. Reed Drummond? Like, what has she done? I, she's just, you know, everybody's ma. <laughs> um... <laughs> We're going to talk about coconut cake, and we are going to go back to Ina. This is Ina's recipe for coconut cake. Unsalted butter, sugar, eggs, vanilla extract, almond extract, flour, baking powder, baking soda, salt, milk, and shredded coconut. Okay, so it doesn't have to be good baking soda. No, it doesn't specify. You can use the normal baking soda for this one, folks. Don't for worry. This, just this one, folks. You don't have to really splurge out on the baking soda for this one. Yeah. Doesn't have to be cage-free eggs. Any eggs will do. The Aldi eggs, fine. They should be extra large, though. They should be extra large. Cage-free extra large eggs, not much of a thing. Yeah. Well, at least not like actual cage. Uh, wh- wh- whatever. What? We don't need to dig into that. Frosting is cream cheese, butter, vanilla, almond, uh, confectioner sugar, and, and coconut. And boy, do people have a lot to say about this one. <laughs> it sounds pretty straightforward. It sounds pretty straightforward and not ex- especially exclusive, which I guess Ina just decided to a- abandon her entire brand for this one. Lady Shallot 10812 has this two-star review. That's a shame. That was a very good name until they ruined it, but that's almost a very good name. I know. Two stars. It was so dry. I could taste the almond flavoring more than any coconut, and that was a disappointment since I was trying to make a coconut cake. This was a vanilla cake with coconut frosting. And presumably an almond cake? No, 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 we're no. Not, we're not being consistent. Okay, no, fine, no, no, fine, no, no, fine. No. That's fine. Gail H. has this reply. <laughs> the almond extract adds to the depth of flavor, not a one-dimensional flavored cake. I just won a baking contest with it. <laughs> First place. Sorry it didn't work for you. <laughs> just write your own review. Um, I just won a baking contest with this, so it cannot possibly be not to your taste. Just write your own review. <laughs> just, just write your... It's just, I don't know why. Why are people so mean on the Food Network They're all so the time? They're mean all the time. Alyssa has this one-star review. Reviews on this cake are very divided. (laughs) People either love it or hate it. A sign of the times. I made the cake in the morning, and it was eaten that day. There are a lot of ingredients and a ton of butter. The cake is truly dense. It was heavy to lift, like a a six-pound roast beef heavy. The butter and sugar made the cake taste decent. I expected a coconut cake with light texture and coconut flavor. I even substituted canned coconut milk and added coconut in the batter. No help. If you are looking for a heavy, dense, sugary, overloaded with butter cake that has coconut flakes sprinkled on it, then this is the right cake for you. The next day, the cake tasted like you were cutting into a pound of butter. I should have paid attention to the other reviewers and stayed away from this recipe. Kelsey S. has this reply. Oh, good. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It may have tasted sugary because of the coconut milk, since that is very high in sugar and thicker than milk. Anonymous has this reply. How can you review a recipe that you changed? You're not reviewing the this recipe, but your version. Thanks. I won't make those changes. <laughs> okay, good for you. And Gail H., has this reply. Exactly. I have been saying that forever. Review this recipe, not your changes. People do that for every recipe. Don't care what you do. And they're just, it just immediately becomes like the blacktop on the playground. Like it just immediately becomes like. And then Gary J wandered into the thread and said, healthcare is not a human, right? Get a job. (laughs) (laughs) 
made. <laughs> also, if everybody's doing it on every review you've ever read, maybe they're not the ones that are wrong. Shrug. Maybe they're not the ones that are wrong. Maybe. 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 It's a big maybe. It's a big one. It's like a 50-50. If Fulcrum's in there somewhere, it's a big... We're on the fence. We're on the fence on that one. (laughs) Jonathan L. has this five-star review. This cake should be criminal, but it's not. When you're assembling it, cut a disc from the top, spread it with icing, roll it up, and eat it. (gasps) You deserve it. This recipe is perfect. It doesn't need coconut milk or coconut extract or whatever. It's a dense, rich, beautifully flavored cake with heavenly cream cheese icing. The coconut is an endorment. It's not supposed to be a coconut flavored cake. Don't mess with Ina. I'm tempted to call that a magnanimous moment. It's It's pretty pretty delightful. Except for that last part. I think Ina's doing fine, but okay. (laughs) But Kay DeHaberman has this reply. I think it could use coconut milk and extract instead of almond extract, which I don't like. (laughs) That's it. Sorry, one note about your review. This cake has almond extract and I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't. mm, I don't like that. And then the next day, Ina comes out with a new recipe. Coconut cake too, just for that person. Just for you. Just for you. In parentheses, it just says just for that person. (laughs) Jennifer H. has this two-star review. I thought we were done. We are not done. Very dry. Needs oil or something to moisten it. I pulled it out of the oven at 40 minutes, and it would have been better to pull it at 35. So why on earth did the direction say 45 minutes? They they would have been huge hockey pucks at 55 minutes. The frosting was good, but it doesn't quite need that much sugar. I stopped adding it 3.5 cups. Which brings me to my other peeve. What's the point in listing dry ingredients in ounces? Do people have scales in their kitchens? <laughs> no. We all have to Google how many no. cups is no. four ounces of coconut. No. Sheesh. No. No. You can't, you can't do that. You can't ask a question and then say no <laughs> when you're wrong. Anonymous has his reply. Oh, no, please, Anonymous, come in. Come in. Save the day, buddy. The coconut bag has how many ounces in the bag? <laughs> Mostly 10-ounce bags or 14-ounce. Just judge how much is half of the 10-ounce bag and take a bit out. Or use half the bag for a bit more coconut, depending on your taste. Which is, like, super nice. Super like, nice. It's bad advice. It's bad advice, but it's like, hey, buddy, it's okay. It's going to be okay. You don't have to have a kitchen scale. The ounces are on the bag. <laughs> it's going to be Okay. <laughs> Anonymous has this reply. Okay, please. Now, this one better light light the first one up. We have been weighing ingredients for years when baking. It Here is so go. much easier to throw the bowl on the scale and just measure everything in. It also increases consistency. There is no worrying whether the measuring cup is full and level, particularly with something like brown sugar. <sighs> Plus, flour is way more accurate. Therefore, my Googling is the opposite of yours. How many ounces is a cup of coconut? Damn. Oh, God, I was hoping that would end on a good note. Fuck. Hell yeah. Tear him the fuck <laughs> I down. Know, I know. Tear him down like the Berlin Wall. Bring him down. Oh, shit. Okay, we've just got two more. I okay. know we're long. I'm sorry. We got it's two It's all more. good. It's my fault. Guest has this four-star review. I added one package of vanilla pudding to the flour mixture, and it made the cake so light. This cake turned out so good and delicious, it was devoured in no time. Remember pudding in the flour, which I add to all my cake recipes. Trust me, it works. <laughs> which is like a fun tip. Yeah. Like, here's what I did. Yeah, Deb H has this reply. No punctuation, no capitalization. Then it's your recipe. <laughs> And we're going to end on this. The bariatic foodie has this three-star review. Not sure what I did wrong, but my cake was crumbly. I measured everything out to a T. The cake was very tasty and it wasn't dry, but it didn't hold together in pieces very well. Any tips? Anyone? Eileen Z has this reply. Following. I guess you could have been a lot meaner. <laughs> you could have been, but I like the succinctness of it. I, uh, do it better? 
Yeah. Is your option, I guess, maybe do it better. Struck a really beautiful balance between being kind of mean and being not helpful. Not at all helpful. But if you want to help us, listeners, you can send us a review that you find funny. We are reachable on Twitter at Critic Everyone or via email at foreveracritic at gmail.com. And we would really like you, if you see something funny out there, please send it to us. If you don't see anything funny out there, why don't you write something funny and rate us five stars on iTunes? Nicely done. I've got two thoughts. Yes. That I want to get out there real quick before we end. Thought number one. I'm pretty sure the Food Network slogan is actually kind of mean and not helpful. Kind of mean and not helpful. When they do their little bumpers in between shows, it's like the Food Network. Kind of mean and not helpful. (laughs) Second thought. It's better than their last one. That's a new ad campaign because their last one was just degrading humanity. (laughs) Yeah, right? Um, Second thought. I'm realizing that when I decided to do Roswell, I had two options. I could do the smart ass thing where I tried to humanize the town and take the alien stuff away and make all the alien junkies look dumb, which is what I did. I'm still on the right side of history, but I could have just leaned in and done the like zany YouTuber thing and like made a bunch of alien jokes the whole time. And that, my dear, is why we make a good team. I guess it is. It's also why we're not going to get famous. But... We'll have damn good cake.